time 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 hello everybody this is sharita prophetess sharita coming to you with a say yes moment we're here to say yes my motto is if you say yes to the lord he will say yes to you Today, I was just literally lounging and relaxing. And then the word time popped into my spirit. Ecclesiastes 3 says there is a time and there is a purpose for everything that is under the heavens. Everything that is under the heavens. So, the first thought that came to my mind was wasted time is the worst time. Wasted time is the worst time. And as that came through my mind, it was just like, okay, wasted time cannot be refunded. Um, Wasted time cannot be retrieved. Um, Wasted time is something that you can't get back. Wasted time is just something that is virtually irreplaceable. So time, time time. So then the word time management came into my spirit. Um, In the Bible, there's a lot of various scriptures um, that are dealing with time. Perilous times shall come, you know. And so what we've got to do is we've got to realize that Okay, in this time, in this season, and in this place of life that we are living in now, there's going to be things that are going to occur, they're going to manifest, they're going to materialize, but during each phase and each time, we have got to become prayerful. The Bible says pray without ceasing, pray in season, pray out of season, and just literally pray. So in this season and in this time, we have got to become more prayerful. Um, I have a lot of people that I know that are Muslim or in the Islamic faith. So I was talking to an individual that is a construction worker. So I said, well, you know what? Do me a favor. Could you please text me your prayer times? I said, because You know, I said, the Lord is dealing with me with time and is dealing with me with prayer time. And so after he texted me the prayer times, um, the Holy Spirit then ministered this to me um, this morning as I was basically relaxing. And during my um, time of rest and relaxation, the Holy Spirit put it into my spirit that for the remainder of this month as well as the next 30 days of my life so there's like maybe one or two days left in the uh, month of October but during the entire month of November and regardless to whenever it is that you hear this message take time to pause break and pray pause break and pray. And so what um, the Holy Spirit is giving me to do is to, you know, take time during all of my wake hours to take, I don't care if it's 30 seconds or two minutes of prayer, but every hour on the hour during your wake times, take time to pray. So let's say you are at work and it's the top of the next hour. All you have to got to do is just praise God for that moment or just literally go into dialogue with God. Like, Lord, I just come today to thank you. Um, Lord, today I just come to you to just give you praise. You know, Lord, I just thank you for my life, my health, and my strength. Lord, I just thank you. You know, because when we go into, you know, everybody thinks that prayer 
um, means that when I pray to God, I'm asking him for something. Lord, I thank you for healing, deliverance, and I thank you for restoration. Lord, I thank you for blessing my children. Lord, I thank you for blessing my neighbors, my friends. Lord, I thank you for blessing um, this person. Lord, I thank you for, um, you know, healing this person. Lord, I thank you for, you know, um, uh, aiding the community with situations and circumstances you know what I'm saying so a lot of times we take time and we think that oh well I've got to you know always be praying for you know a house a car or I've got to be praying for um this and for that you know sometimes when we go into prayer talking to God Lord I just came in today to pray to you to just give you thanks for this moment for this opportunity in Jesus name amen but there's so many things that are going on in the world let's say you're watching the news the news comes on and there's 10 things that go on in the news sometimes after the news goes off lord i like to pray in intercession for um this person and their loss lord today i like to pray for intercession for this family um that lost everything in their in the fire lord i like to pray for the people that were affected by this um hurricane that occurred, you know, whether it's in Florida, whether it's in um, uh, Louisiana, whether it is in one of the islands um, that is in the, um, in one of the uh, ocean areas where the hurricanes occur. Lord, I turned on and I saw that there was a tragedy here. So a lot of times we see things that are going on in the world, but As people of God and as saints of God and as prayer warriors, you're called to intercession. So in this season and in this time, in this time, in this time, take time daily to pray every hour on the hour, just literally for something, regardless to what's in the news. When you see things that are occurring, let's say you see a homeless person, but you have no cash on you to bless that homeless person and that thing weighs heavily heavily on your heart. Lord, I like to pray for this homeless person and I don't know what their needs are. I don't know what they're going through and I don't know why they're out panhandling or whatever their situation is. Lord, I pray that you touch them mentally, physically, emotionally. I pray that you come in and restore their mental capacity so that they can function properly. You know, we live in a world where we take more time to criticize. We take more time to slander. We take more time to judge. We take more time to uh, assassinate a person's character, but we don't take time to say, Lord, could you please heal this person from this? Could you please uh, give that person deliverance? Lord, could you please just help them? I don't know what their situation is. I don't know what their issue is. So in this season, take time throughout the course of the day just to pray, not just for yourself, not just to give uh, gratitude for God, for the things that he does for us in our daily lives, but take time throughout the course of the day. And it doesn't have to be on the hour, every hour, as it comes to you, or as you see things through the course of the day, Lord, help them, Lord, touch them, Lord, lead them, Lord, guide them, Lord, protect them, Lord, deliver them, Lord, heal them, Lord, restore them. You know, when you're driving down the street one day, um, you know, yes, we have got to pay attention to the road, but there are sometimes when you're stopped at a light where you might see something that is very contrary or something that is going on. Or if you drive past someone that is in an accident, you know, sometimes you like to say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that everyone is okay. Lord, I pray that you will touch everybody that is involved in this situation. Lord, I pray that you will cover the individuals that are involved in this situation and just keep moving, you know, and then, you know, Lord, I thank you. Um, Forgiving me the heart and the mind. And if we get to a point where we practice intercession, if we practice praying for um, others instead of 
thinking negatively about others because I'm at a phase in my life where I said, Lord, you know, um, in this next level and in this next season, I've got to look at things and I've got to process the information differently. So I've got to say, you know what, Lord, I see this, 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 and this, and Lord help them in the name of Jesus and give it no more thought and then keep moving on because there is so much stuff going on in the world today. So I'm going to close out this message and just say, you know, redeem the time because there's so many bad things that are going on in the world. The Bible also tells you that a lot of people have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. And from such, stay away. Yeah, I'm not telling you to go out and to immerse yourself into um, negative situations or immerse yourself in every every homeless person. But sometimes just a silent prayer for that person as you are going by is a lot more and is more meaningful and it's more Christ-like because when Jesus saw people with all manners of illness, he didn't go to the woman at the well. He did not judge her. When he saw this woman caught up in adultery, he said, yes, I see your sins, but um, I'm here today to tell you um, basically to go your way and sin no more and to basically leave the sin here at the well. So that's why the spirit of the living God has me to um, teach. I started teaching repentance and then the Holy Spirit was just like, you know, people are not going to want you just to tell them that they've got to tell God they're sorry all the doggone times for everything that they do. But then the Holy Spirit took me into the books of the prophets. Then the Holy Spirit took me into the walk of Jesus. The One of, the Je- one of Jesus' most profound uh, messages began with repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. After being tempted of the devil, Jesus went out in ministry and he pulled a few disciples to come in and to literally join him in his crusade to heal, deliver, and restore the people and to bring the people of God back to the heart and the mind of God. So with that, we've got to say repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. I can't worry about if you're offended, but I need for you to repent and get in line with God because if God comes to require your soul today, I'm not worried about the, the, the rapture as much as I'm worried about a person being a casualty of a violent crime. You know, there are murders being committed every day. And so if you die with the unrepented spirit, if you die outside of the faith, if you die outside of the will of God. You know, it says the righteous soul shall barely make it in, so shall scarcely make it in. And God is coming back for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. Then in the Revelations 21, it says that in the new earth and in the new heavens, God is not going to allow abominable sins and liars and other uh, negative qualities into the new heaven and the new earth. God gives us grace and a merit of favor, but God wants us to use our time wisely um, in regards to how we navigate through our daily lives. So I pray that this word falls on ears and will take root. I pray that these words will um, manifest in your heart, in your spirit, and in your daily walks. I pray that you will up your prayer times. If you can't do every hour on the hour, do every other hour or once every three hours, but pray frequently, pray often. When the Bible says pray without ceasing, the Holy Spirit gave me that scripture today and told me that I need to pray. So when there are things that are coming into my mind and into my spirit, I've got to say, you know what, Lord, touch these individuals touch these folks, touch all the negative people, touch the naysayers, um, redirect their hearts, redirect their minds, and redirect their spirits. So um, this is an all-call to not just self-reflection, self-prayer, and taking um, our time wisely and time management for our daily lives and our daily walk. But when we see things, acknowledge them and begin to pray in intercession. And so as I close out, always remember to utilize the um, 
seven keys to accessing the blessings of God and access and entry into heaven. Because if we are repentant, if we are obedient, and if we are faithful, and if we operate in faith, and if we have love, prayer, praise, and worship, those are the keys to the kingdom. Those are the keys to the kingdom. So repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. So I pray love covers your home. I pray that love covers your heart. I pray that you are renewed through your mind, your heart, and your spirit. And remember, if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. And until next time, know that there is a blessing on the other side of your yes. So say yes to the Lord today. Hello, hello, hello. This is Sharita, Prophetess Sharita, coming to you with a say yes moment. Here at Say Yes, my motto is if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Well, today um, I have been kind of busy doing a lot of things and um as I am packing and purging and you know literally um it's about the purge you know getting rid of uh things that are no longer of value um and shifting shaping and sorting so um I'm going to share some other things at a later time regarding uh, some things that God is putting on my heart and on my spirit. And so as God is putting things in my heart and in my spirit, you know, I always keep um, a lot of writings around me at all times because God doesn't speak uh, when we... uh, always want him to he um, has his own allotted time so um, in that I'm going to get right on into um, what just dropped into my spirit so um, in the season we have um, a whole lot of things that are going on in the world today Um, we have those people that are for us and then we have people that are against us but if God be for you it doesn't matter who be against you so um, one thing that the spirit has been dealing with me with is um, you know I had a lady to ask me actually I had an apostle to ask me and she says well you know how can you tell if a person is a real prophet or a real um, evangelist how can you tell who is called and who is not called and I have one scripture that the Holy Spirit just literally gave to me to literally sum it up but um, during this upcoming week I will plan to expound at least one to two days on it and use scripture um, because the Holy Spirit did take some time to minister to my spirit in regards to pondering this topic. Um, The Bible, first of all, says who he calls, he qualifies and who he qualifies, he justifies. So uh, second of all, God takes the foolish things to confound the wise. So it's not about carnal worldly wisdom as far as book knowledge and as far as what we learn when we are in school because we have to obtain a whole lot of information um, regarding a lot of things. And I thank God that, um, you know, the degree that I do have is in education because education literally teaches you how to deal with people, um, how to deal with folks in the home, schools, and communities. And then my degree is early childhood education as well as administration. So with that, it teaches you how to deal with people, how to um, uh, deal with people in multiple different settings from all walks of life and it shows you how to um you know deal with situations and circumstances in compassion with it's called the three r's of education with respect responsiveness and with reciprocity okay so with the reciprocity thing is you know you've always got to regardless of the situation address children and treat children you know pretty much um 
with basically love and compassion, you know, and so you have to display the love and compassion in order to learn how to get it to be reciprocated back to you. So I'm not going to say it's reverse psychology, but it is what it is. So um, the scripture that the Holy Spirit gave to me regarding the topic of how do I decipher who's a real prophet and who's not a real prophet what happens is the Bible says, study to show yourself approval, workmen unto God that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. See, the Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God. So first of all, approval is not unto man. Um, the approval is not really about what the person to the right, to the left, behind you, before you, or anywhere in your immediate uh, circle, outside of your immediate circle, or within the world. It doesn't matter what they think or what they speak, because the word says to study yourself approved unto God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it says, study yourself, uh, to study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Unless you have read the whole Bible in its entirety, um, you know, it's kind of hard to decipher, you know, the word of truth and who's telling the truth or to decipher who's who or what's what. So I'm going to literally go into a detailed study on that and I will explain to you how there are some things, you know, that really has not made sense in my life, but it's like, okay, I did it. And then, you know, it's like my grandfather would come up to me and he would say, well, you need to do this. And then I'm just like, okay, grandpa. (laughs) And so then it's just like, dang, that's really a scripture in the Bible. (laughs) So then it's just like, well, the Holy Spirit told me to do something. And and I'll share it with you openly because I discussed it a few weeks ago and I will be elaborating um, a little bit more on that topic in the future. But the Holy Spirit dealt with me with abominations. So it was like, okay, don't do any sins of abomination. So I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm not living by the law. And so, you know, I was sharing that information with the Lord said to me with somebody. And so it's like, okay, well, you know, God takes the foolish things to confound the wise. And, you know, the wisdom of that person is not where your wisdom and not where your understanding and not just that, but you're at another level regarding the Holy Spirit. You know, so it's like you haven't got to have the Holy Spirit without the Holy Spirit. You really cannot justifiably walk circumspectly in the spirit of God because it's not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So it's not based on how I feel, um, what I perceive and what I think is based on the Holy Spirit. And the things that are in the spirit does not always make sense to our constructive carnal mindsets. So... Just like I said, you've got to get into the Word of God to have a very uh, detailed excavation of the understanding of who God is, what God is, and, you know, the purpose. So, um... I'm actually going to end this and just allow this to be, um, per se, this is going to be labeled as my intro for the upcoming week, dealing with the excavation of how to um, know or how to discern if you know, a person is called by God. So, you know, and that's nothing but opinion and a lot of time judgment. And the Bible says, judge not that you may be judged by the same judgment that you meet. So as I uh, release this word, I'm going to close this out and I'm going to go straight into the, um, the nugget of information that the Holy Spirit has put into me for um, this particular Sunday on uh, October the 31st, 2021. So stay posted and stay tuned. Hello, hello, hello. This is Sharita, Prophetess Sharita, coming to you with a Sunday nugget on October 31st, 2021. Here at Say Yes, my motto is if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you.
Now, we all know that um, in this season and in this time and in the world today, there is a lot of things going on, some good, some bad, and some ugly, some indifferent, and some other. So we've got to take time to know that we've got to get into prayer. We've got to get into focus. We have got to get into the word of God and we have got to get into the will of God. The Holy Spirit has definitely put it in my spirit to allow people to know that um, the reason why God has given me the, um, the seven points at the end of my message for accessing the blessings of God is because no man knows the hour of the their personal departure. So I'm not caught up in, oh my God, the rapture is coming. Oh my God, the end of the world is coming. I do know that um, via a vacation um, in 2019, I was in Orlando, Florida, um, visiting my sister because I wanted to um, go to the Willy Wonka um, Chocolate Factory for dinner, which had turned into a toothsome. But um, I was there visiting with my daughter. And um, so as I was visiting, I started to literally write my book entitled A Season of Blessings at that given moment. And at that time, the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to me before the pandemic, before the shutdown, before COVID hit the U.S. um, The Holy Spirit said that we are entering into a season of pre-tribulation. This is not the actual tribulation, but this is a season in which things are warming up. This is a season season in which things are about to start wrapping up. This is a, a, a season and a phase where there is a lot of transition that is going on. So no, I'm not going to come and I'm not going to give you a personal reading on, um, you know, uh, uh, the blessings of God and how you should, um, you know, uh, do this and how you should get yourself together mentally, physically, and emotionally. No, I'm not going to prophesy that you're going to get a new house. I'm not going to prophesy a new car. I'm not going to prophesy the new job. Um, right now, the Holy Spirit has me in a season where, um, you know, I've got to teach repentance because if I don't teach repentance, I'm out of order. I'm out of line. Okay. I'm out of alignment and I'm not getting out of alignment with anyone just to gain a few followers because what happens is a lot of people will keep themselves teachers of themselves that will teach them and tell them the things that they want to. And these are they, that those are the fortune tellers. And these are they, that those are the ones that are classified as the Hananias. Those are the ones that are like, um, (laughs) you know, uh, half nine Phineas, you know, um, in the temple, uh, taking the sacrifices and the offerings and not storing them up for the famines, taking the sacrifices and the offerings and not putting them aside for the widows and the orphans. You know, the law of tithing, according to the Old Testament, if we want to go based on the 10%, is literally contingent upon something different because the people and the persons that literally began the tithing process were the prophets, were the people that were in leadership, were the ones that uh, God was speaking to. So yes, the um, tithes and offerings were literally animal sacrifices um, unto God. It had nothing to do with money. If you go into the book of Deuteronomy chapter 14, you will see the law of tithing and you will see that um, the animal was taken, changed into currency, and then the currency, once they got to the altar, was turned or changed back into an animal for a burnt offering and for a sacrifice when uh, uh, when they had arrived to the Ark of the Covenant. So with all that getting, get an understanding, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding is priceless. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding is priceless. So, um, We've got to come before God with uh, the correct exegesis and the correct breakdown of the scripture. Because, yeah, the Bible says, given it shall be given, pressed down, shaken, and overflowing, and all of that good stuff. But it also tells you in the New Testament, what do I charge, is what Paul says in um, the book of Corinthians 9 and 18. 
it says, you know, that he doesn't charge because he does not take advantage of the word of God. So what the spirit of the living God is speaking to me in regards to for today's topic um, is for today's topic. Um, Today's topic is dealing with there are things that are going on in this world and there are people that are in distress. And to the people that are in distress, um, it's the concept of um, knowing that the manifestation of our blessings is in our movement. The manifestation of our blessings are in our movement. So the Holy Spirit gave me that prophetic word um, a few weeks ago. The manifestation, the manifestation, the when and when I use the term manifestation, the uh, materialization or the occurrence or the um, things that we ask for and the things that we are seeking from God is in our movement and our movement has to be in faith the things that we do where we go who we associate with how we interact so the manifestations are in our movement so if we are in a situation and when we are in a circumstance and when we have things that occur and arise in our lives we've got to wait on the Lord and we have got to be of good courage and we have sometimes got to um, not necessarily stand in faith because we've got to go about our daily regimens in dealing with these things. And I'm one of these people that um, hopefully next year I will be able to talk a little bit more candidly about some of my experiences. But the trials in my life, I did not um, handle very well. I literally panicked. Um, You know, I was an emotional wreck. I had a complete breakdown and you know I will talk about those things as I talk about mental health and as I talk about fight flights and fights um, as I talk about how you know our cortisol in our bodies um, it melts down when we have um, a lot of things that are going on because we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and wickedness in high places and so I've gone through a lot of tragedies a lot of traumatic experiences in my life and the traumatic experiences that I went through in my life um, were as such that, um, you know, now that I'm looking back over my life from a positive perspective, it was because God wanted me to depend on him and not depend on my family because most of the times and most of the trials and tribulations that I went through, I was going through them alone. Sometimes, you know, a lot of people think that you need material blessings, but sometimes it's not material blessings that you really need. So it's like when you learn that the Holy Spirit is in your cheering section and that the Father, the Son, and And all of the angels that God has given charge over you are the ones that are really having your back in those moments and in your darkest hours. Then you will realize that all else and nothing else really even matters. And so God has to sometimes bring you to a place when you are walking with him. And so when God was uh, clarifying these things, he took me into certain books of the Bible. And I will talk about that later, um, you know, because there are certain um, prophets and there are certain apostles. No two apostle, no two prophets in the Old Testament had the same exact testimony because I'm so tired of hearing the same exact testimonies regarding certain things. And so what the Holy Spirit allowed me to know is that there's a Jezebel spirit that has run loose on the uh, and wreaked havoc inside of the institution of the church. And um, that person has put themselves on an idol and she got a whole lot of imps that is following behind her. And when you follow behind a person, then you have literally violated the first and the second commandment because at that point you have put somebody before God, number one, and then number two, idolatry. So when you idolize a person enough to emulate them, knowing that God tells you to number one, keep his commandments, number two, exhibit and exemplify love. Number three, have no idols. Ephesians 5 and 1 says, follow God. So during your trials, your tribulations and your darkest hours, the spirit of the living God. um, At first, I kept hearing in my spirit, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadows of the almighty God. But then there are people um, like myself who literally I was sinking. I had sunk. 
you know. And so it was just like all of my plans. I had all of these, you know, business plans and I was focused, you know. A lot of people think, oh, well, she was planning to do this in the hair industry. No, it's, it doesn't matter what I was planning to do because what I was planning to do with my life is between me and God because I'm walking literally in the prophetic under the mantle in which he intended. So when you think that you're throwing a monkey rich in Sharita's plans, know that um, you are subject to, um, I don't know what, <laughs> to reprimand by God. Because see, I don't care about this, that, or the other, because I will share with you one time as 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 oftentimes as I need to, that I am one of, I'm amongst the fatherless. I have never had a father in my life, but a grandfather, okay? My father died when I was 18 months old, and my brother and sister, their father doesn't count in my life. So, um, you know, I said that to say that in the New Testament, Jesus gave me joint custody and joint heir in the position of God being my father. So therefore, I've learned my position, and I've learned uh, how to literally uh, talk to him and literally, you know, have dialogue with him. So, and all else doesn't matter. So, you know, as I look back, um, this is the scripture that God has given to me to give to you because there are other people out here that are going through trials. They are going through tribulations. They are going through, uh, hours and seasons of despair. Um, you know, and they feel hopeless in certain situations because of finance. Um, they have, they feel hopeless because of, you know, uh, situations of abandonment, um, situations um, as pertaining to scenarios with family, uh, scenarios and situations with friends, um, with co-workers, and with folks even within inside of the institution of the church. So when we have these situations and we have these circumstances that arise in our life, God has an appointed time um, to literally, to redeem us, to literally lift you up. But we've got to exemplify that we have faith in God. And once we have faith in God, then we have got to exemplify the factor that, okay, God, I got faith in you, but I also got to believe in myself. I've got to believe that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And I've got to know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy is going to come in the morning because the manifestation of my blessing is in my my movement, in my faith, in my walk, in my talk, and in the things that I do. So I am actually reading this to you because I am not at home with my Bible. So I am coming from my mother's diluted gospel of a Bible um, from her uh, new uh, living translation. I don't know because I rarely use colloquial versions. So if I use a colloquial version, it's because I'm ministering a word of God or a nugget and I'm not at home and I am using somebody else's word like I am today. Normally I have, you know, either my own personal little uh, small Bible, which I'm going to start throwing back into my purse once I find my pocket sized Bible. Because um, I have a pocket sized King James because I firmly believe if you add to the book of the prophecy, you add to the plagues of your life. And a lot of people don't get it. But a lot of times I will say that scripture from Revelation 22, 18 and 19, because if you take away from the book, the prophecy, you take your name out of the Lamb's book of life. So I don't like to read from colloquial versions because they are severely modified sometimes. And when they are modified, sometimes the meaning and the intent is modified as well. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, I am firmly into King James, which is the old English version of the Bible. And I know a lot of people criticize it, but it is the, you know, closest to the original that we have as you know, people. And so we just have to deal with it because it says, if you add to it, you add to the book of the, pro uh, you add to your plagues. So, you know, when I look around and see COVID-19, when I see cancer, when I see lupus, when I see gout, when I see sickness, when I see disease, when I see sickness, when I see disease, when I see curses, when I see generational curses, I'm like, Lord, somebody out of line with G Jesus, somebody out of line with God, Lord, just cover my house, you know, and I'm not even going to go into, <laughs> I'm not even going to go into that because, you know, I've been dealing with God with keeping me on track with, uh, with not over, uh, regurgitating the, 
um, listeners with too much scripture because sometimes I have so much scripture. So sometimes it's not like words of mine. Sometimes it's not opinions of mine. Sometimes I am literally like sharing a scripture without saying, oh, this is coming from the book of Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. So I'm going to go into Psalms 40 and then I'm going to close out because this is um, over my time limit for uh, my nugget of the day almost. So I'm going to go into Psalms 140. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. Now it says, and I waited patiently for the Lord instead of he turned to me and says, and he inclined, you know, um, because just like I said, I have read the scripture numerous times from the King James Version, but um, I am just like I said, reading it from a colloquial or a watered down version of the Bible. And so when a lot of people say, how can you tell if you're dealing with a real or a fake prophet? Because a real prophet can literally read from you, read to you from the King James version of the Bible and can literally take it and break it down without, um, you know, second guessing or without having a parallel version of the Bible because of the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit gives utterance because the Holy Spirit says as a prophetess, if I open up my mouth, the Lord will speak for me. So I literally, you know, just like I said, I usually use the King James version, but um, this is a scripture that literally came to me, you know, um, you know, about an hour before I decided to uh, start recording this, because this is actually my second uh, recording for uh, this evening. So it says, I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair. It says, and he also uh, pulled me out of the miry clay and out of the mud and the miry. And he set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked alone. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Now, I'm going to suggest that you read all 17 verses to Psalms 40 because that's just how I roll. But I'm just going to tell you, may God have the blessing to the reading of his word for the good and for the edification of your souls. And I'm just going to say this. If we wait patiently for God, because see the manifestation, the manifestation is in our movement. So I had to put some cries out there to the Lord so that he can incline his ear so that he could hear my prayer so that he could pull me up out of my situation so that God could get the glory. So when people have cast you out and said, no, that situation is washed up. Mm -mm." When people have put you down mm -hmm, and has said, no, 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 no. This person is this. This person is that. This person is the other. So see, God has even taken all of your sins, all of my sins, and he has thrown them into a sea of forgetfulness. So anybody that comes up with rhetoric, oh, well, um, this, oh, well, this, oh, well, this happened when you were seven, oh, well, this happened when you were five, oh, well, this happened when you were nine. The devil is a liar and the truth that is not in him. Unless it's something positive, a happy moment when somebody comes to you with negativity from your past, know that that is the devil because the devil comes to steal your moment, to kill that moment and to destroy you mentally, physically, and emotionally if you allow him to. But it is the grace of God, the mercy of God. It is the love of God that pulls you out of the miry clay. It is the love of God that pulls you out of your bad situation, out of your circumstance, out of abandonment, pulls you out of your situation of being in despair, puts you pulls you out of your situation of whatever it is that you're going through, whatever your trial is, whatever your tribulation is, whatever it is that you are going through. God says he will pull you out of that situation. But he says what he says, and he heard my cry and he heard my cry. We've got to get to a point in our lives when we are going through something. Stop crying out to a man. Stop crying out to a woman. Stop crying out to a person. Sometimes we've got to cry out to God. Hallelujah, somebody, so that God God can position you for your purpose so that God can position you for the mantle that you need to carry so that God can 
pull you up and establish your going. It says, and he set my feet upon ground and steadied me as I walk. So he established my going. He established my way. See, the manifestation <clears throat> of my now was contingent on my motions, on my movement, in my prayer. So I told God, I said, well, look, Lord, you called me in my 20s. In my early 20s, I had to, had to be 1997, 1998. I said, okay, Lord, you called me into the prophetic. So I need for you to send me back to a prophetic school. Then he sent me to, he allowed me to go to uh, the prophetic training ground to, you know, appease my flesh. But once I got there, it, it was like the Holy Spirit ministered to me once I had received two levels of certifications from a prophetic training round. Then God literally utters to my flesh, now I need for you to depend on me. Now I need for you to listen to me. Now I need for you to focus in on me. Now I need for you to start to talk to me because God has allowed me to know if I humble myself and submit myself to him, that he will start to restore my ear and my spirit to be inclined to what it is that he is speaking and to what he is saying. Okay. Sometimes the devil comes in like a tsunami and tries to, you know, throw some other things in there. And so I'm like, Lord, I rebuke this in the name of Jesus. Lord, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I've learned to rebuke, rebuke the negativity that comes at me. And so I throw anything that the Holy Spirit allows me to know. Like if, if the Holy Spirit name drops, I'm like, okay, Lord, this is what dropped in my spirit. So this is who you need to chin check God in the name of Jesus. So I don't worry about checking people. So if you worrying about me, oh gosh, well, I, I wonder what she's going to do because now she knows that I did this. Mm -mm, baby, you better worry about God <laughs> because the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience. God said, touch not mine. I know it to do my prophet no harm. He said, do my prophet is no harm so if you put your tongue on me you put your mouth on me you ain't got to worry about me you got to worry about God now because I'm gonna be like God did you hear what they said God did you hear what they said God did you hear what they did God did you see what they did see I'm a tattletale in the spiritual realm I'm gonna tell God on everything that you do and my right reactions probably will be scary because I might react to something evil wicked and mean towards me with a smile and you be sitting there like well I just did all that and she gonna just smile at me yes Lord because the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience. Honey, I don't have to uh, act out of character with God. Now, I might be a little short. Don't, don't expect for me to take fire into my bosom and don't expect for me to be like a dog returning to his vomit because no, I'm not going to turn to anything that is unhealthy or toxic or outside of the will or the realm of God. But just know that you know that you know that I'm going to respond to toxicity and negativity differently than the next person because it's not by power nor by might but it's by the spirit of the living God so the battle is not mine it's the Lord so as long as I'm fighting for him he's gonna fight for me so Exodus 14 and 14 says I will fight for you and ye shall hold my peace hold your peace vengeance is mine saith the Lord it says mm -hmm. it says be angry and sin not so I can respond with a smile I can respond with peace I can respond with joy I can respond with love and I can respond with no comment. You know, I can respond with silence. Silence, silence, silence is golden. You know, silence is golden and silence is key. But you've got to worry about what it is that God will do, okay? Because sometimes I'll be like, Lord, help them. But when I say, Lord, handle it, handle it, or handle them, Lord, handle that situation. You know, don't throw no generational curse on your house trying to uh, prove a point, <laughs> you know. So at the end of the day, I'm just going to tell you this, that regardless to whatever your situation, whatever your circumstances are that you are going on in life, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him and allow him to uh to, to direct your path. Know that if you wait patiently for him, he will bring you out of every situation. He will establish your goings. He will give you joy in your heart and a new song in your heart. Not so that you can get the glory, not so that you can be the big I am that I am, but see, it's not by power nor by might. It's not Sharita Perry, but it's about the Holy Spirit of God, okay? So fret not thyself because of any negative situation that has occurred in your life. 
life. Know that God will deliver you from them all. So as I close out tonight, I'm going to say the manifestation, your manifestation, what you are seeking, what you are looking for is in your movement. It is in your movement, how you navigate, where you go and who you associate with and how you think and how you speak. So don't get caught up in all of the bad things that happened to your, you in your past. Get up and say, Lord, give your angels charges charge over my thinking, over my way today. If you don't know how to pr- say a prayer, just say, Lord, help me. Lord, lead me. Lord, guide me. If you don't know um, anything about God or if you don't know anything about the Lord and you are uh, bogged down with stress, anxiety, and negative situations and circumstances, sometimes you just got to say, Lord, help me. Lord, deliver me. Lord, restore me. Lord, give me a factory reset in the name of Jesus today. You know, sometimes you got to keep it simple and you got to get up every day. Don't you don't necessarily have to ask God every day for the same thing. Sometimes after you pray your prayer, sometimes you just got to get up and say, Lord, I thank you for my deliverance, my healing, my restoration. I thank you, God, for my factory reset. I thank you for giving the angels charge over my day. I thank you, God, for giving me the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I thank you, God, for healing my heart, for healing my mind, and for healing my spirit. So sometimes a thank you to the Lord as just, you know, a a form of prayer or dialogue with God, because that's a form of praise. God inhabits the praises of his people. So I'm going to close out because, you know, the spirit of God got me a little bit excited this evening about this topic because the manifestation, your manifestation, your blessings, your future, your tomorrow is all about your movement today. Okay, so move with expectancy that God can, that God will, and that God is here to heal you, deliver, and restore you, and to basically remove all of the negativity. Okay, you know, we don't have to listen to, I don't listen to toxic people that say, uh, you know, you got to keep going through trials, you got to keep going through tribulations. No, because the Bible says trouble don't last always. Okay, troubles do not last always so we've got to just know that we've got to rebuke the devil and we've got to resist him it says resist the devil and he will flee so we've got to resist the devil and I think that was a song not a scripture when it says trouble don't last always I think that's a scripture I mean I think it's a song not a scripture so you know google trouble don't last always and I think a song will pop up instead of a scripture so as I close out tonight, know the seven points to accessing the blessings of God. We've got to be repentant. We've got to have love. We have got to have faith. We have got to be prayerful. We have got to have praise. We've got to have worship and we've got to have love in our hearts. So I pray that the spirit of God will come in and do what he needs to do into in your lives. And I pray that God comes down with healing, deliverance and restoration and a reset And remember to uh, acknowledge the factor that your manifestation, your blessings, your healing, your deliverance, and your restoration is in your movement. And what you say and what you do, how you act and where you go and who you associate with. Okay? So stop staying around toxic people. Stop hanging around toxic people. If people are toxic, let them go. Learn peace from the inside and learn peace in the solitude with just you and God. Okay? If people are not nice to you, if people are uh, don't treat you with respect and with dignity if people are pushing you out of their way you know don't be like you ain't got to push if you don't want me in your life I'll just gladly keep on moving like the hands of time like the song said keep on moving yes don't stop with the hands of time and just keep it moving so you know just pray my strength in the Lord and as I pray your strength in the Lord and know that the manifestation is in your movement and remember if you say yes to the Lord The Lord will say yes to you. And as always, there's a blessing on the other side of your yes. So until next time.